Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Welcome to today's Success Life Radio Special Edition. As many of you know, I do a Facebook Live each and every weekday morning. And today, Jill Ann Anderson jumped in to sort of set us up for our Fun Friend Friday, where she'll be discussing how to begin to market your lifestyle business or your purpose and passion-based business. And part of that conversation talked about finding out what our purpose and our passion was. What are those things that stir us into action? And so I hope you'll sit back, relax, and enjoy this special edition of Success Life Radio with my guest, Jill Ann Anderson. You are listening to the Success Life Live with Eric G. Reed. Living your life of success is possible, and this is where you will get a deep dive into the mindset, habits, and routines that will let you build your life of success, starting now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's Success Life Live, and I'm Eric Reed, and I am your coach, and I'm so glad you jumped in for today's Success Life Live, whether it's here on Facebook or in the podcast or in the YouTube play. Um, I want to remind you right at the top, as you're coming in, remember that Jill Al, Jill Ann Anderson is going to be our Fun Friend Friday. And she's said the other day, I'd love to drop in early. I'd love to drop in throughout the week and give them some ideas since we're going to be talking about building a life and building a purpose-driven business and a business with passion. Let's not save all of the meat until Friday. Let's go ahead and start unpacking it early. So I'm going to be bringing her in in just a few minutes for like, you know, a quick five minute drop in. What she wants to do is get you set up. So when the conversation starts on Friday, you guys are already in the flow. I think it's an amazing idea. I'm so grateful for it. So I'll bring Jill in in just a minute. In the meantime, remember today is Tuesday. So you'll be getting your Success Life weekly newsletter if you subscribed. And this one, we're really talking about making a digital impact. Um, as part of the Jill um, week. We're just going to call this Jill week. And then um, Wednesday is Q&A Wednesday. And like I mentioned, Friday is Fun Friend Friday. And Jill's going to pop in. She's going to give us a few minutes at the top of the hour here. I know we're like right up on it um, to help us prepare for building that business of purpose and passion and a lifestyle business and creating online marketing and content and development and all of that good stuff for Friday. We've got a homework assignment starting today from her, and then we're going to stick around for a minute, and I want to talk to you about happiness, 
And uh, what happened with my daughter the other day? So, um, you guys, you guys got a busy morning. Pull out those notebooks. Pull out those pen and pads. Like I said, if you're listening to it on the podcast replay, hit the follow, subscribe, and like. And take a moment and share it out. Why I find Jill in the room. Da da da. I'm doing it now, Jill. You should be getting quest. We didn't even have time to dress rehearse last night, so I hope we're not wearing matching outfits. Are we in matching outfits? I'm in coral. <laughs> How are you this morning? I am ready. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are. Okay, so I am Jill Ann Anderson. I am the marketing director for the John Maxwell team. I do, they're in my ears. Are they not hooked up? Okay, let me try again. I'll just do this over here. Yeah. Here, let's do this. I'll bring her back on in just a minute. She's going to connect her headphones, by the way, folks. If you do a Facebook Live, because there's typically a three to four second delay, you always want your guests to be on headphones because they're getting the delay, not the host. And that's when you get the feedback. So I'll wait for Jill just to pop in and say I'm connected. Then we'll bring her back on and restart. So the other, and I'll start the lesson while we're waiting. So the other day I was at school with my daughter and it was the end of school party. So they've got like two more days, but today was the parent invite or yesterday was, and it was a luau and it was crazy. You know, anybody that's had a kid in school knows what it's like. The kids are out of control. The teacher's just trying to kill the hour to, get them back on the bus before they go completely crazy. And I looked down at her, I said, are you happy? And she said, I don't know, tell me. I was like, oh, wait a minute, there's a lesson to be taught in that. And I was like, what do you mean, I don't know, tell me? And I said, no, are you happy? Because she was laughing and giggling and being her crazy, normal, happy self. And I said, no, are you happy? And she kept saying, I don't know, I don't know, you tell me. And I thought, oh, there's a coaching lesson in that. Let me get Jill back and see if she's set up and ready. I think she just walked back in. And then we'll finish the lesson on, I don't know, you tell me. Da, 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 da. I see her being added. She's being added. She's coming. She's coming. She's connecting. I know, don't you love the buildup, you guys? You know, like, da, 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 da. there we go. I think I see you. How are we now? You. I see you. Yay. Yeah, perfect. I'm just turning up my volume now. There we go. They, <laughs> just love technology, you love right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, let's dance and shuffle. Exactly. All those tap dancing lessons. So one more time. If you, if you would tell everybody who you are, and I so appreciate you doing this as part of the Up and Coming Fun Friend Friday, where we're going to talk about building your business from your passion and your purpose. Exactly. So, again, 
I am Jill Ann Anderson, and I am the director of marketing for the John Maxwell team. It, we are the John Maxwell team. If you're not familiar, is a global personal and professional growth business. And I am so happy to be a part of the team. I um, hail from originally Hudson, Wisconsin, and then moved to St. Paul, Minnesota. And then I, April 1st, I took on um, the helm of marketing director and moved down to Jupiter, Florida. And I literally have a view of the ocean right behind me there through my patio doors. You can't see it very well, but literally like probably a hundred feet out that door is the ocean. So it's just, it's an amazing heavenly place. Isn't it it's magical. I I, you know, being a kid from Minnesota, as soon as you get by something that's not a lake, exactly. it's like, oh, this is so much better. They lied to us that lakes were just little bitty oceans. So before you start, do you have permission to say what the I do not. budget is for your department? It's safe to say it's, it's a it's lot. And here's what I love about our president, Paul <laughs> Martinelli. So, And I want to bring that up just to point out that we're not talking about somebody that's a marketing director that has a budget of $500 in which Facebook ads should be placed. She's talking about how do I create a business that has a global impact across multiple platforms with cohesion and depth that serves across multiple platforms yes. internationally. So and, that's and why here's the key with folks. that. I love how you put that, Eric, is that you know, before I took over in this current role, I had my own personal and professional growth business. And so most of, I have a long background in sales and marketing and then moved into psychology. I was a forensic psychological examiner for a while. Um, yeah, so that actually comes that. in handy when trying to work with people who are feeling stuck in life. And so out of that, I discovered really three, what I call, when I work with my clients, I have three key best practices, so to speak, that I, every single successful person in life and business. So I love, I, I, I always focus on life and business because so many people start a business and they give up on their life because they're so focused on their business that then they go, oh crap, like my family's falling apart or I don't have a relationship with my significant other. And so now I need to stop working on my business and go be in my life again. I work with people to, yeah. so all of these that... principles apply to both. And so um, are you ready for them? So you guys, so remember, she's going to be a fun friend guest. We're going to expand out this idea of building a business based on your purpose and passion, not somebody else's playbook. Today, we're doing a little drop-in homework, something for you to think about. So when we arrive at Friday, you're not trying to catch up. You actually can get out your playbook exactly. and build your own. So homework so, assignment I want you one. to write down the three best practices of um, successful entrepreneurship and doing life. That's what I call it, doing life, okay? Those three best practices are mindset, message, and marketing. 
my message mindset marketing and marketing So the three best practices for both life and business or the bridge between is mindset, market, yes. message, and And, and you might think marketing. that, well, what the heck does my life have to do with message and marketing? Well, I'm going to take you to when you are dating. And if you are dating or if you're not and you're now with somebody special, great. But... I certainly don't think that when you went on a first date with someone that you, if you went to dinner, that you sat across from the table from them and said, will you marry me? No, you didn't. And then when you did, eventually, if that relationship, dating relationship worked out, you wooed them. You showed them the best part of yourself. And then you, you created this deeper relationship that made you made each each one of you fall deeper in love and then and then every now and then some little you know challenge areas would 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 peep up creep up and, and you'd go well yeah you know okay years, we have something to that. work on that is exactly the life of a business but what business what off on they go, oh, well, I'm going to send out an email and, and I'm going to get 50 million people to respond and marry me right away. We, we have to come from the mindset from an entrepreneur that whenever you craft a message and you market it, you are creating a relationship, number one, and you, you don't ask someone to marry you on the first date. So what I hear our homework is, and you can correct me because I'm getting it the first time too, is that we should take between now and Friday and look at what is our mindset about our business and about our life. And you can break your life down if you want to family, faith, finance, fitness, if you want to do one for each or overall, what is the current message of my business and what is the current message of my life? And then how am I marketing my business? Exactly. And, how am I marketing my life? and what... And yes, that is key. So it's designing your life and not just simply drifting through it. And I know we've all, a lot of people watching have already heard that, but truly the reason why I'm repeating it is that is why it's so important to get those three steps completed and working and because that is what you're going to make decisions on in your life and your business. So you are designing it and not feel it, feeling like you're getting pulled in a million different directions. So, you know. And, and so I love that because when we, when I sort of assigned you the topic, yeah. which I kind of do is it was like living your purpose-based business from your playbook, not somebody else's. So often as entrepreneurs out of fear and doubt and insecurity, we pick up somebody else's business plan, playbook, 12 steps to running the most successful card company. And we dive into it and we lose ourselves and we lose our life. So I love the idea that you're pulling us back into ourselves to build the business. And John, John Wayne, we just call him John Wayne. Okay. It just sounds so good to say John Wayne is here. Said that he's, he, he's, he saw a bridge or a link between dating versus marriage already in his business. 
that he needs to move his business from dating into a more stable model. And I'm going to give you a hint of what does that for the entrepreneur is content marketing. So I want you to view marketing as opening up and introducing the dating relationship and content marketing maintains the relationship. Oh, you guys. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be, be bomb diggity, Eric. <laughs> I told you when we set this up, I was going to be geeking out because I love marketing. I love working with entrepreneurs. I love branding and messaging and thinking into all of that. And I, anybody that brings it to me, I just like so, gobble it up like cheerleader. So the first one that, because we have, I have three magic questions that I ask Okay, and because uh -oh, our days are like numbered here, and then Friday we're gonna actually work all three together, I want now everybody to write down our first question and spend the day thinking into this. And the question is from John Maxwell's Intentional Living book. This is truly how I, I do this with my clients. The first question I ask them, what makes you cry? And I love that book and I actually have a couple copies. So maybe on Friday we'll have to- Oh, I would love that. Randomly pick some people yeah. to give some signed copies out to. Um, when I heard that question, it was like, what makes me cry? And the deep level is asking yourself why and when was the first time I became aware yes. of Yes, and, and, and... So like when I say, what makes you cry? And you're like, you know, birds chirping in my background. Why? And when was the first time that came? When is the first time I can remember that? Because often the, the depth of the experience- Yes, so we know that again, let's go back to number one mindset, that the higher the level of emotion, that we experienced in, event, in an event lies deeper within our subconscious mind that we will automatically be operating from. So if we can uncover an amazing emotional experience that triggers us into an automatic thought, feeling, and action process, our business and life will simply flow. And that's where our friend Paul Martinelli would say something about think and grow rich and the power of transmutation and, and, and blah, 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 right? All of, that and all of that stuff. And I'm telling you, it is whittled <laughs> down to one question in the Intentional Living book. It is what makes you cry? What sparks that deep emotion within you? Um, here's an example. Can, do I have time to share an example? Okay, so what makes you cry? Want. So I, I mentioned I had this do. long career of a long, I've been an entrepreneur for a lot of years of my life. And I've also been in marketing and sales for a, the most of my life. Okay. And about now it's, it's close to 17 years ago. Um, I was working as a uh, circulation marketing director for a, a group of 28 newspapers in, in my community. 
And I got a phone call from our publisher who told me that there was a murder that happened in the funeral home in our town. Well, my brother-in-law, uh, here's <laughs> sorry, the answer, yeah, right? I think Greg Storch commented how I, I get to stuff right away. So here's what I mean by the impact is um, the, the funeral home in town is owned by my brother-in-law's family. Oh, yeah. So I'm on the phone with the publisher of the newspaper asking me what's going on at my brother-in-law's funeral home because there was what they thought at the time was a murder-suicide. That the depth of the impact of that event, what eventually happened and what we discovered was it wasn't a murder-suicide. My brother-in-law's brother was murdered along with his intern um, by the local Catholic priest. It made national news. We were national headline. Exactly. You know, it Only was just, it was, it was an absolutely <laughs> horrific experience unlike anything I've ever been through. The reason why I bring this up is all, all along I'm running a business, I'm working in, in marketing and sales, and that one event triggered deep within me a desire that and dream that I had kept covered up within me, which is to work in the police field. Like a long, many, many years ago, I wanted to be a police officer and I wanted to join the military. And I went to the recruiter's office when I was 19 years old with my baby on my lap. And he said, your mother, go home. You can't join the military. You have a child. So granted that child now is 33 years old. Um, so that, you know, it was a different time. <laughs> so that dream was sparked within me. And I, I went and I completed that event caused me to complete my bachelor's in criminal justice administration and my master's in forensic psychology. And I got started on my PsyD in forensic psychology. And I began to use that to get into the minds of criminals because I, I couldn't imagine what a person, let alone a Catholic priest, was thinking, right? What was their mindset to cause or take action on something? And, and, and you know, this is, we're obsessed with, with shows like CSI and all that kind of stuff because we truly are curious people about what makes people do the things that they do, right? How many of the people... Oh, oh, totally. I, I always like, you know, Game of Thrones ending. There's so much out of the web, but I was like, wait, that doesn't fit yeah. the character development. So, so that, that, so. that emotional incident took me down a path that everybody in my life was going, okay, Jill, you are freaking crazy. And I might've been crazy, but you know what? The time that I put into that work and going into correctional facilities and, and helping criminals understand themselves better is what eventually got me where I am today. And so what I want to sort of recap, if I may, the reason that story has relevance to our marketing is if you simply answer the question, what makes me cry? And you just write the first level, 
that's often where you buy into a business that doesn't connect to your heart, your purpose, and your passion. And you wake up and you're back in a job and you're self-employed and you're stuck in the, the muck of creating an entrepreneurship life. If you take the time and say, why does that make me cry? When did I experience that emotion? Like really push down into it and spend real quality time with that question. You connect with an emotion that will reveal the beginning of a purpose-based passion business that you can start to say, you know what? I would die on the hill for this. I would not turn back for this because I've now connected the emotion to the thought instead of just operated out of the thought. And so when you are able to say, there's more to being a forensic psychologist because this personal event is charged with emotion. Now, how can I utilize that emotion, that feeling, that energy to propel me to answer yes. the questions and that I always have? then the follow-up to that is when you are sitting down and, and writing what makes you cry, it's applying it to the work that you know you are called to do. And here's what I mean. In my work now today in the John Maxwell team, I don't work with criminals. I mean, well, I might. I'm, I'm no, no, I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, who's normal, right? Nobody's normal. We'll that Nobody's for normal. My, my, what I mean <laughs> is, I take my work that I did and that passion that I have to serve people. What makes me cry is when people don't understand why they do the things they do. So see, I said that about criminals. I, I started saying from the conversation with, well, I went into this because I wanted to understand what, why that priest did what he did. Why do criminals behave the way they do? Now I can apply that same thing to the true passion and purpose in my life's work is to help people and business owners discover why they do the things that they do. Most often they come to me going, I'm stuck, help. I feel like I'm going in a million different directions or I don't know what, what I'm doing. And then stop with the mindset. Let's figure out what makes you cry, what sparks that emotion, because that is what motivates you intrinsically to do what you're called to do. And that's where you begin to develop what they call a lifestyle branded business or a lifestyle based business because though the vehicle may change, today you're on a motorcycle, tomorrow a car, the next day a boat, a train, a plane, though the vehicle through that business may change or that lifestyle business may change, the fuel in the tank, as you said, understanding why people do what they do remains consistent. You're like, you know, I used to do this with criminals and then I did it with individuals in a personal-based business. Now in marketing, I'm testing why people respond to ads, to, to all marketing the way that they do. And what is the message that I'm creating as a marketer, entrepreneur, business director that is touching that emotion so that they can then use that emotion so it becomes this cycle pattern that now her pattern of touching people and understanding them allows them to understand themselves, which fuels them to begin to build what she wants everybody to have is a life and based on purpose and making passion. money doing it. 
That, well, we got to. No, no, no. I, I think we need to get over this fear of our goal as an entrepreneur is to also make lots of money. Let's make lots of money doing this because that means we're touching lots of lives. You know, it's funny because your boss, Paul, when said, I can be building a church in like Africa and a school in South America and feeding a family in, you know, Europe all at the same time yes. because I went after the money, not after, you know. And he's like, I can be in more places doing more things because I have more money. Not because I have more money do I do more things, but because I want to do more things. I exactly. Need more money to be in more places. And I love, and I'm, I'm really going to challenge us. We've got a lot of homework, <laughs> and this is only Tuesday. Um, but I want you guys, and it, it, it's an awareness that I just had, so I'm making you guys have to do it too, is stop saying I'm in a business because we sort of use that to define our schedule, not our goal. I am in a money-making business. I am building a business that will create wealth. Start attaching the dollar sign to that word business. And if you just want to write out the word business and change the S's to dollar signs so you start understanding that being as an entrepreneur and having your own business isn't about what you do during the day, but about what you want to create at the end of the day, which is money so you can make a bigger impact based on and, your And that is exactly what we're going to talk about on Friday. Once we've completed our three questions, the end, the end goal is that we're making money doing it. And what does it take to do that? I just... Ah. I'm going to have to get my car and drive. I would love that. Come on um, down. I, I, you know, it would take that long oh, it for is, me to pick yeah. up and move to a beach. I'm not sure if my family <laughs> well, would be a in the car with me, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can commute. Um, so remember, you guys, mindset, message, marketing. What is the mindset message marketing of your business and your life? And what does it look like now versus what you believe it needs to look like as you move towards developing your own business and your own life with purpose, passion, and from your own playbook? What makes you cry? And as I sort of added to it, why does it make you cry? And when did you really first feel that? Like, go back, close your mind, look into yourself and be like, man, now I know why that makes me cry. Because sometimes we try and rush through the homework assignment to say we did it. And the first level thing is okay. But if we breathe in and go, wow, why does that make me cry? Often the external becomes internal. Like, well, you know, I can't stand to see any child not being fed. External. I remember the fear I had as a That's child. That's a great point. dinner on the table. Those are two different emotions. And if you can find that external to internal and you focus on the internal, and be better set up I for encourage Friday. my clients when I work with them to spend time and have a tablet or if they're a typer, you know, if they if they're more of a, a technical person, type out just let those stream of thoughts go. Carry that pad and paper with you and write it out. It's a stream of thought. It's a download, whatever it is, write that down. And truly, 
if I'm, if I'm really challenging my clients, I say, don't, don't call me for our next session or the next step until you have a full page of words, a full page of thoughts on that one question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have journals for everything. And often when I'm in that, I'll yep. just randomly write words. And then all of a sudden, as I'm looking at them, I'll circle one. And then all of a sudden, I'm like tearing yep. through the page, circling one. Then I'm like, okay, uh -huh. this is where I need to be. Okay. So you guys got some homework for today. I, I mean, look, we're taking advantage of the marketing director for the John Maxwell team who has to market internationally, cross-culturally, yep. cross-gender, cross-platforms there's a little bit of value that we can steal from and her. I can't wait to add value to everybody you already have I'm like <laughs> shoot I've got a whole afternoon I gotta rewrite <laughs> to get my homework done before tomorrow I am so you're gonna yep. pop in again tomorrow should we us. talk about what color shirt we're All gonna right. wear I will see you tomorrow I, we'll just see if one day we randomly end up in the same but I don't have coral so all right bye who knows? Maybe there I'll wear like one of those cheese <laughs> things. Green Bay Packer. Woo! <laughs> Thanks. See you tomorrow. Thank you, dear. I'll talk to you later today. So everybody, I appreciate her jumping in. Like I said, we're doing this kind of because there's so many questions around marketing and social marketing and how do I develop a brand-based business and how do I develop a lifestyle-based business? And I've been following other people's playbook and it doesn't seem to be working. And Jill and I were having so much geeking out fun in marketing and marketing ideas and creating that we just thought we'd just start early on Fun Friend Friday. So to finish up the morning lesson real quickly on my daughter and her, and when I asked her, are you happy? And she said, I don't know. And she looked towards me for the answer. As I pointed out in the early description, so often we go through life thinking other things, other events, other people can determine our happiness, determine our joy, we look at them and say, am I doing a good job? Am I a good spouse? Am I a good employee? Did I achieve the right grades? Am I in the right place? All of these external things we try and calibrate into our happiness. When your happiness is determined solely by you and the choice to be happy, not by the events, not by the circumstances, not by the income, not by the things around you, but by your choice to reflect and say, in this moment, I will be happy. Regardless of the circumstances, happiness lives within me and I don't need other things and people to make it. I can do it on my own. So I appreciate you guys jumping in and joining me for this morning Success Life Live. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern for another Success Life Live. We're probably going to have an abbreviated Q&A because Jill will be jumping in with some more homework assignments. But remember um, that our questions are, what is my mindset? What is my message? What is my marketing around my business and around my life? And then what makes me cry? And as I said, when I went through John Maxwell's Intentional Living book, one of the things that I found value in that question was going down one more level and saying, why does it make me cry? And when, when did I begin to, to feel that feeling about that event? What, what internally made that connection to make me cry? Because, you know, like New Orleans Saints losing a football game does not make me cry. But for somebody else it may, and why? And was there a personal experience involved in your life that made that moment more memorable, more important, more connected to you that wasn't external? And so we're gonna pack that and then pack tomorrow's and then pack Thursdays and then do some more marketing on Wednesday, I'm sorry, Friday with Jill,
So in the meantime, get your homework done. Don't show up without it. And if I can help you or add value to you in any way, reach out and touch me, tag me, let me know. Um, Eric at ericgreed.com. So until tomorrow, go out and live your life with success. It is yours and you are fully worthy. Thank you for joining me for this special edition of Success Life Radio with my guest Jill Ann Anderson. As you can see, she really began to open up the idea about marketing and mindset and message and and who we are in our businesses directly reflects who we're going to attract and how we're going to grow our business. So I'm going to continue to bring you these little drop-ins and then on Friday, I'll make sure you have access to the full Fun Friend Friday interview. In the meantime, if you want to join me live on Facebook, we do it each and every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. So until then, go out and live your life with success. It is yours and you are fully worthy of it, my friend, fully worthy of it. Thank you for being a part of Success Life Live. If you enjoyed today's show, Remember to subscribe and follow to stay up to date on new releases. And to find out about upcoming teaching and events, head over to ericgreed.com. Till next time, go out and live your life of success.